0: Hey guys, this is Wade Aaron with Christ's Word Podcast, where we discuss different evangelism topics. Anything from sharing the gospel, praying for the sick, making disciples, and even hearing powerful testimonies that we believe will build your faith. We hope you're encouraged by this week's episode. Alrighty, so excited that you guys have joined us again this week. And this week's topic is intimacy with the Lord. And hopefully, you were encouraged by last week's, as we talked about being chosen and how God has picked you for such an hour for this and and how God wants to use you, He's not looking for somebody else, but He's looking for you now, and for you to believe that. And so, this week, just wanted to talk about being intimate with God, and how we have such a privilege to be in relationship with God. And so, I've got a, again this week Daniel Hoyos with me. Daniel, glad that you're here, Yo. and uh, I'll give you the opportunity this week to kind of start off by sharing just uh, maybe some verses or things that you have seen in this. And and once again. These topics that we're covering uh, the last few weeks and the last couple of months is just really trying to give you a foundational truth to help you walk out your faith. Because uh, I don't want you just going out and only preaching the gospel, but not being intimate with the Lord, or uh, you know, or you're out healing the sick and you're seeing great signs and wonders, but why, wondering why your your pastor or someone's not recognizing you. But God has chosen you and He's picked you, and so these things are really laying a foundation, and so. Uh, Daniel, I just encourage you to uh, just kind of share a little bit about uh, some things as we kick yeah. off this week's episode
1: Absolutely, Wade, thank you so much again for having me Dude, intimacy is like my favorite topic um, And you know, you said keyword word, foundation I think uh, if you want to pursue this whole evangelism thing If you want to just pursue any sort of ministry Intimacy is like the foundation, you know you don't have that prayer closet if you don't haven't made a specific place where you this is like where you meet with God in the morning then and I I really truly believe it's seek first the kingdom of God then you need to you need to check that you need to look at your life and say hey what is going on I need to make this room with God and it's it's just proven over and over again in my life Wade where, you know, the times when I haven't made that room, that space with God, I'm just getting beat up all over the place. And then the times when I am with him, even when I'm getting beat up, it does, the, the, the blows don't feel as hard as, you know, if I'm actually in there. And um, yeah, I wanted to just kind of start a little bit by sharing two stories. So one is just the, the life of Brother Lawrence. Uh, I actually have the book. Uh, I, have, I haven't started reading it, but I've heard a couple of things about Brother Lawrence that I just wanted to share with you. And Brother Lawrence was uh, just a, a monk who was always governed by love. That was his thing. He was always governed by love, meaning his his whole life was was dominated by the love of God, controlled by the love of God without any selfish views. And he he wrote this book, The The Practice of the Presence of God. And he said that he resolved to make the love of God the end of all his actions. He was pleased when he could take up a straw from the ground for the love of God, seeking him only and nothing else, not even his gifts. So a lot of times, you know, we get stuck you know, doing certain work that maybe isn't producing a lot of fruit or, but he was pleased just to pick up a straw from the ground, uh, for the love of God. Cause he was serving God and he was in, not interested in what he got out of it, but he was just interested in the Lord. That was where he got his fulfillment, his pleasure, his peace, his joy, his forgiveness, everything that he, uh, that governed him was the love of God. And that's kind of like, man, ah, I want to live in that always, you know, and we're, we're still growing. We're still kind of being molded by the Lord. I know Wade is always in that zone of just intimacy with the Lord, but I'm still a work in progress. And, um, I just, I just believe that intimacy is so key, Wade. It's so key.
0: Yeah, you know, with that is, is that I love Brother Lawrence. He's such a great example for many, you know. And so we just really even encourage you to uh, check out that book, practicing the presence of God, and and read it, and and uh, you know, even around this topic. And, and Daniel jokingly says, "I'm I'm uh, always living in that place," and and uh, I wish I was always in that place, uh, but you know, it's possible to live in that in in something. Amen. Something that I, I meditate upon about this is, is that we live in such a unique hour of the Lord because before Jesus came, it was impossible to come before a holy God because there had to be a you know a righteous sacrifice. Jesus, right. there was one person who would go into the holy of holies and try to meet with God and and then uh, you know they were it was a fearful time because they were afraid that they could possibly die before a holy God, right? But the thing is, because of the blood of Jesus now, we can come and actually His Spirit, we're now the temple of God, which is so profound. And, and that being said, is that we can practice His presence every day, everywhere, in all that we do. And uh, there's a Bible verse in, uh, I think it's 2 Corinthians, uh, in Second Corinthians 13, it says in verse 14, it says, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And, if you think about the communion of the Holy Spirit, uh, it's it's the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. It's being in that place of talking to him. And, and something I really encourage as well is ask the Holy Spirit questions. Ask God questions. I've heard it said before, and I I realize this to be true in my own life, and I didn't realize it until someone said it, but uh questions o- are doorways to the to revelation with God. Mm, um yes. and and so you know, I think sometimes you're afraid to ask questions. You're afraid to ask right. God, what do you think about this verse? Or what do you think about this life scenario? And, and the thing is, is that the Holy Spirit, He wants to help guide us. He He is a comforter. He's a helper. Um, he. But we have this great opportunity to fellowship with Him. But are we taking full advantage of it? Mm. Or are we just taking it for granted, you know? And and the thing is, is I try to say, okay, I have this great opportunity. May I? take full advantage of this opportunity to meet with him uh because when jesus left he sent the holy spirit i've thought about it before and i've heard i used to hear this a lot more than i do now but people say i wish i was alive when jesus was alive you know because i could ask him these questions and i could walk around and see all that he did but the thing is is if jesus was alive today if he was in in new york everyone would go to new york and right. you probably wouldn't be able to get close to him unless you just happened to be there when he got there, you know, uh, or he was in, on, you know, in Switzerland somewhere, or he was in Dallas there, so everyone would flock, you know, right. crowds, you know, it's Jesus, he's here, you know, and, yeah, and you would maybe just maybe get the opportunity to meeting, you know, uh, and it be like, wow, I finally met Jesus. You know, I, I met him. He's real. I got healed or whatever, but, Today, because of His Spirit, we all, those who believe, have the opportunity to fellowship with Him. And we get to know Him. We get to see Him. Uh, we get to experience Him where that wasn't possible before. And, and for me, like I said, it's going back. I don't want to just take this for granted. I want to live in this intimate relationship with Him. Uh, we were joking before the show. We've heard it said, into me you see. Well, which kind of sounds like intimacy. Into me you see. That's intimacy with the Lord. But it's true. He into into us he sees he knows everything about us but at the same time i believe in an intimate relationship you are letting them to know like what's going on and you're hearing what's going on in their lives um and i think even a part of that and and, uh something that i really encourage is when you pray or when you're reading or you're open your mouth yes like pray in your heart and i believe god i've seen it where god's answered my prayers and i didn't even open my mouth but it really helps me to see Jesus as a real man when i begin to talk with my mouth mm. i begin to say jesus i know that you hear my oh, prayer yes. because he is a real man sitting a real on a man. throne uh, but when i begin to open my mouth i become aware of that that i'm in fellowship with him and i and it's i'll right. i'll um uh, i'll share a little bit more about that in a second but daniel you have anything else that you'd like to share about uh, being intimate with the lord
1: yeah um i mean it's everything weighed this, this idea of intimacy. I mean, I just, I value that secret place with God right now more than I ever have because I've seen just how much I, how much pleasure I get from God and just being with God above anything else in my life. And, you know, I think I didn't always have, feel that same fulfillment and pleasure of God. To be frank, when I first started reading my Bible, I was, you know, I didn't feel, I was kind of just doing it as a duty. Like I was, you know, I would get bored reading my Bible, but the more I sought the Lord, the more I obeyed him, the more I kind of, I read my Bible and he started to speak to me, the more I was pleased with just being with God and receiving his love. Just like Brother Lawrence, he was governed by love. And he was absolutely like that was the end of all his actions. He knew that this was why he was made. He knew that there was nothing else on this earth that could satisfy him more than being in that secret place with God. And if you would have asked me this. So so I'll give you one quick example. Just one story. When me and my wife... uh, you know, when, when I proposed to her, I wasn't a believer. I wasn't a Christian. I was far away from God. And I was like, well, I want this to be something where there's a lot of emotions, like good emotions and just emotional. So I took her to Slingshot, which was like this, um, you know, at, at Six Flags, that big ride where you, they drop you from like 150 feet in the air and you just go flying. And I proposed to her up there with a fake ring. Uh, And so she was like freaking out. She was excited, fearful, right? She had all these like endorphins and emotions going through her. And we were able to kind of produce this moment in the flesh of like just just awesomeness. Right. And, um, you know, yesterday I was I was talking to a friend of mine and she shared with me how her uh, husband to be proposed to her. And this is a man who like two years ago, I'm telling you he was, he was, uh, you know, just rededicating his life to the Lord, kind of like a baby Christian, just kind of learning how to walk. And now the dude is in the schools leading, uh, you know, kids to the Lord and, and, and doing ministry in the schools. And it's just amazing. Like, so he, and the, this was his secret, Wade. It was intimacy. Like, I remember he was like, man, I just, my heart, I I need to create a secret place for the Lord. And so he did. He had a secret place inside of his closet where he would meet with God. And uh, she shared with me, like, her, her proposal story. And she said that it was this awesome, like, you know, day, all day kind of proposal. But it ended in a specific place. It ended in his closet and he had placed the ring on top of the the Bible. And I think he put like a little heart or something like that. And um, when I heard that, that that he proposed to her in the secret place, I, I was just overwhelmed with like just joy. Why? It's because the Bible says that in his presence, there is the fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. So wherever you get your pleasure, wherever you get joy, I i guarantee, this is like money-back guarantee, <laughs> that if you were to just make that time, create that secret place with God, and just be consistent about it, you're going to realize that there is nothing else in this world that will give you more pleasure, that will give you more joy than, than his love. Uh, in the secret place. Um, that's kind of where, because wa- man, this really is my my favorite topic, and I'm constantly learning from, from other believers, like, hey, what does it look like for you to just be in His presence? So I want to ask you, Wade, what does it look like for you to just be in the presence of God?
0: Yeah, I think that that's exactly what I was thinking about when you were talking, you know, what that kind of looked like for you, but I'll share it, and I'll let you share, because uh, because sometimes when you hear the topic of secret place or being intimate with the Lord and kind of how we've been talking, uh, it's like, okay, what does that practically look like? And you know, it's not, it's not uh, being legalistic about it and rigorous. And and uh, I think for me, there's a couple of things that I try to apply into the secret place and or just being intimate with the Lord is uh, one. It, it doesn't have to be. Uh, for some it, you, you may be in the closet but sometimes you're not at home so what do you do you know you you go sit in the car you know right. um or maybe you are around people well you you just kind of zone out <laughs> you know you get into right. an intimate place with the lord uh and you and and then from there uh, for me if you think about a typical church service i've just tried to take what i've experienced and, and then take it in my time so there's Three things that happen for sure in a church: there's one, you worship; uh, two, you pray; and three, you go get into teaching, which is the word. Right. And so, personally, that's I try true, to right. try to do those things in my time with the Lord. I I try to spend a little time worshiping, I spend a little time in the Word, and I uh, spend a little time praying. Yeah. Uh, and so that's that's just very practical. The three things I try to do. Sometimes during my worship time, I might I might be singing worship, but sometimes I'm just sitting in silence. Mm. Because it's taking me a little bit from my soul. I don't wow. want to sing a song yeah. when my soul's not even there. I gotta and sometimes you sing yourself into a place, but sometimes you just gotta still your soul and say, Okay, yes. today's been crazy, or yesterday was, or this morning, and and Jesus, I'm just gonna sit here Thank and whether it's five Lord. minutes, ten minutes. Yes, and then I'm going to begin to praise. And then sometimes even in that first little bit, sometimes I, I need to journal a little bit. I need to get my thoughts out. Right. Uh, and and I a lot of times I do it, for me, it's first day, first thing in the morning. I know some people do it at night and they're, they're night owls and they spend all night with the Lord. Praise God. Uh, but I, I like to do it first thing. You mentioned that, Matthew six thirty three. And so I try to do it uh, first thing, uh, spend time with the Lord, whether when I'm home or I'm on the road, uh, wherever I'm at. Uh, I, try, I, I and another thing with that is I I've made it a priority. Um, for me, I I see it as my life source, uh, that I'm going to have this time with the Lord, and and so sometimes I sit in silence, and then uh, maybe I do one worship song, and then I pray, and then I get in the Word, uh, and then sometimes when I'm reading the Word, what I'll try to do is I I'll read, and then when something stands out, I will then write that Bible verse down. I'll just, you know, it kind of stands out to me, so I write it down, you know. Right. Um, And I'm going to meditate on that throughout the day. Uh, Also with that, uh, for me, literally for the last almost decade now, I've read almost a proverb every day. I try to read Proverbs Mm -hmm. every day. Um, Sometimes I don't know where to go. I just read Proverbs, you know. It's at least my starting point. Um, And then another thing you can do is you can read a psalm, five psalms a day. Uh, because uh, over the course of the month, if you did read a psalm every day, if it's a 30-day month, you read the whole chapter of psalms. Um, and, and not every time do I get through the whole psalm or uh, do I read a proverb. Maybe I'm feeling led to read something else. Uh, sometimes I'll Google you know, uh, a topic, uh, topics about the love of God, and then it pulls me to a site and I search about the love of God. But I think it's key to get into the Word um, Amen. and, and then allow the Holy spirit to breathe upon it. And it's even, uh, I was meeting with a young guy that, I, I'm a mentor and if he's listening to this, he knows who I'm talking about with this. He, uh, he was talking to me about, uh, how he was re- saying something to me and, and, and I said, well, where's that in the Bible? You know, because it wasn't biblical what he was saying. And, mm-hmm. and the thing is, is that especially today, we've got a lot of teachers and preachers, you can listen to podcasts like these. You can listen to YouTube, right? And you can have a lot of insight about the Bible, but not know Him personally. Gotta get in the word, and man. so I try to do those. Those are things I try to do. Sometimes my prayer time's longer. Sometimes I pray just for a few things. Yeah. Uh, but I try to implement those things. I try to rotate those things. So that's just practically. And the last thing I'll end, and I'll let you you kind of share. I try to have a a time every day. I know okay tomorrow's gonna be a different day, so. I'm going to meet with the Lord at this time and I have a location uh, that I'm going to meet him. I know where I'm going to meet him that next day. I try to think ahead. Uh, So a time and location. Yeah. And so uh, I don't know if you want to share something on that and then uh, we'll wrap up today's show.
1: That's amazing, bro. Yeah. It's kind of hard to, you know, when that's a struggle, I think is, you know, there's different things that you could do in the secret place, right? Worship, pray, just sit there in silence, journal, uh, or read the word right like how do you prioritize man i don't have three hours right um and my heart my desire is like man well you know the first thing is just talk to god just spend one minute just release whatever it is that you have to share with him just give it all to him and um and for me personally it's i, I gotta get in the word man you gotta eat gotta eat that bread of life man Without the word, without the bread of life, like we, we don't have that nutrition. And um, so that's that's really awesome. Man. I love just how you shared your heart there and and really brought us into, you know, the secret place and, and how you how you practically go about, you know, um, in there. So you guys, whatever it looks like for you, um, just take the time. Like like Wade was saying, I think that's so important is just schedule that time for me personally if i don't do it early in the morning i'm not going to do it uh so i wake up at at 4 i have my alarm i snooze to about 5 five fifteen, and then i get up and uh just just get excited that you're about to meet with the king of kings you're about to meet with the god with your heavenly father and he's gonna speak to you, you well i'm not hearing his voice no 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 he is speaking to you through the word right and you get to ha- you get to hear his voice through that word so just just do it just go ahead and do it
0: yeah so we just encourage you guys to get that time with the lord and and I'll and here's the last thing I'll leave with you for this week is knowing that Jesus wants to meet with you yep he desires that and i know sometimes when i'm aware of the fact of someone i respect or honor or a friend says hey i want to meet with you what do you what do i do man yeah I'll, I'll, i i I want to meet with you too you know there's a mutual response back. And That's right. Jesus is saying he's giving you invitation. He wants to meet with you today. And so may you accept that invitation. May you meet with him every day and know he's your life source. And so uh, hopefully this week it encouraged you, build your faith. And uh, we'll be back next week. And like I said, every week you can email us at info at ChristReward.com. Uh, you can check us out at ChristReward.com. You can message us on there as well at contact. Uh, and see what we're up to, and uh, we'd love to connect with you guys. Bless you, and we hope you have a great week. We hope that you enjoyed this week's episode of Christ Reward Podcast, and your faith was built, and we really encourage you to live out your faith and apply what you've heard in your daily life. And if you need any more resources, go to ChristReward.com, and you'll find more resources there. And we hope that you tune into next week's episode as we dive into more evangelism topics.